Great. Well, if you guys don't know me by now, maybe you should, because I've said this, like, how many times have I said this? Like, ten times. But my name's Betsy, and I'm one of your interns. Yes, Betsy! <laughs> so today, I'm really excited to be talking to you guys about just a, a couple of verses that have just been on my heart, and a couple of verses that have really impacted me in my walk with Christ, and it's Philippians 4, 6 through 7, which says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Will you pray with me? Dear Lord, I pray that you speak through me. I pray that your words are my words, and I pray that you open all of our hearts and all of our ears to what you want us to learn today. I pray that um, you just speak clearly to these students, and I pray the Holy Spirit is just present today. Thank you so much for everything you've done. In Christ's name, amen. So at the beginning of the summer, Ryan and Adam allowed all the interns on their last message as an internship to kind of talk about whatever they wanted to talk about. Whatever topic, you're good. So at first, I was so excited. I had this idea in my mind, and I was so pumped, guys. Like, I wrote it out in probably, like, one day. I was like, this is awesome. This is good. I'm excited to do this. So I go in the next day into the office. I'm talking to Ryan. Ryan's like, well, Bebop, Betsy, what are you, what are you talking about? And I was like, oh, Ryan. And I laid it out for him. He's like, oh, you know, that, is, that sounds good. But actually, that's a message for, like, a different series down the road. This is probably like a week and a half before today. And I, I was like, Are you, like, what do you want me to do? And he's like, well, you can do it, or you can rewrite a different message. And I was like, I have to rewrite a new message. So I was incredibly stressed out. I was, like, walking around the office with, like, my head cut off like a chicken. I was like, oh, guys, what am I going to write about? Like, every day in the intern office, I was like, Brad, Hooch, Shauna, what am I going to say? I have no idea what I'm going to talk about. And they're, like, probably really sick of hearing me saying I have no idea what I'm going to talk about. But while I was, like, freaking out about what I was going to talk to you guys today, God reminded me of a lesson I learned in the fall. So go back with me in time to Betsy Olfen last fall right after her first internship. So I'm going off this summer, going into school. I'm at the University of Akron with a child development major. And as I'm going to these classes, I honestly hate it. I hate these classes. I'm like, this is so stupid. I'm so stressed out. I'm not motivated to like even try. I was so worried about getting all this done because I chose a child development major just to get a major and then go off into seminary afterwards, but that was just weighing me down. I felt like I had this, like, weight of, like, school on me. And in the midst of that, I was going into my junior year of college, so I should have been, like, halfway done by this point. And I found God was speaking through me and speaking to me about how maybe this wasn't the right path. Maybe University of Akron really wasn't where I was supposed to be. And I started praying for red flags to come up. If God, if you don't want me to be here, if you don't want me to do this message, please, like, if you don't want me to do this major, please show up. Please tell me what you want me to do. So I eventually make the decision through lots of prayer, through lots of freak out moments, through lots of times of stress and worry, 
I made the decision to do Liberty University Online with a Christian ministries major. And while the only reason I was able to get through that, the only way I was able to get through that stress, that anxiety, that worry that was just weighing me down was when God spoke to me through this verse, Philippians 4, 6 through 7, when I was able to meditate on this verse and really clearly understand what this verse is telling me and how I can apply it to my life. So again, Philippians 4, 6 through 7 says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. The peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. So I want to break these two verses down into three different parts. And the first part I want to focus on is the beginning of verse 6, which says, do not be anxious about anything. And I first want to emphasize, do not. Do not be anxious about anything. Do not. This is a strong command. This isn't like, you probably shouldn't do this. Or like, it's okay if you do it once. It's telling us, like, no, don't do it. Do not be anxious. For those of us who feel really anxious, this verse is telling us to stop. Do not be anxious. This isn't a light. Again, this isn't a suggestion. It's a command. Do not be anxious. Next thing I want to emphasize is anxious. So do not be anxious about anything. So what does anxiety look like? What does it look like to be anxious? What I picture with anxiety or like nervousness is this crippling fear that prevents you from continuing on or being productive. I also picture this anxiety as being unproductive. It's kind of pointless, honestly. We spend time worrying and stressing out. We spend seconds worrying out. We spend minutes, weeks, hours stressing and obsessing over this one particular thing. And what are you doing? You're just sitting there and stressing about it. And Brad reminded me about this like a couple days ago when I was about to do this message evaluation where I have to give my message to Ryan, Adam, and all the interns. I was freaking out again. And he's like, Betsy, are you up there right now? Are you talking right now? I'm like, no. He's like, then don't be worried. Why are you doing? Why are you stressed out right now? Because again, anxiety is pointless. It's a waste of time. But my question first is we know anxiety happens. We know we get nervous. So is there an acceptable nervous? Is it okay to be nervous once in a while? And I would say yes, and here's why. We all know that feeling when we get a little nervous or a little anxious before we go on a roller coaster. Or maybe the nervousness we feel when we're going on a first date. Those nervousness, that, that little worry, that little stress is sometimes okay, but it becomes bad when it starts to overwhelm your life when you no longer are looking at the big picture or when it gets in the way of you trusting God. That's when it becomes a problem. That's when that anxiety overwhelms your life and that's all you can think about. And that's the anxiety that God is telling us not to be doing. The next thing I want to emphasize is anything. So do not be anxious about anything. And that includes the smallest issue to the biggest issue. That includes, what am I going to wear tomorrow to what am I going to do for the rest of my life? Do not be anxious about going into high school, passing your driver's test, living in a dorm next semester, making the team, getting straight A's, having a date to homecoming, having enough money. I could honestly go on and on about what stresses us out. 
but it comforts me to know that we shouldn't be worried about the smallest things and the biggest things. He's saying anything. Do not be anxious about anything. Because anxiety, stress, worry, causes us to obsess and to wallow while hindering our walk with Christ. The next chunk of the, these two verses I want to focus on is at the end of verse 6, which says, But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. So the first part of this verse, of verse 6, tells us what the problem is, which is anxiety, which is stress. And the second half of verse 6 tells us how we can deal with it, the solution to anxiety and stress. And it gives us this clear contrast between the words anything and everything. It's saying, don't be anxious about anything but in everything. This shows that all the stress, all the anxiety, all the worry can be dealt with in this way and how we're going to talk about it in just a little bit. That includes every stress, every worry, every anxious thought we have. And the key, the solution to beating this anxiety is through prayer and supplication. Supplication also tra translates to petition or a, a request made to God. So through prayer and supplication, anxiety can be dealt with. I think we honestly forget how powerful prayer is. We have a way to directly connect and talk to the creator of the universe, the God who loves us, the God who made us. We are allowed to communicate with him through prayer. So let God know what your stress is. And honestly, God already knows what your stress is at this point. Maybe you haven't prayed about it yet, but God already knows. But this verse is saying, even though God already knows, pray about it anyway. The act of us praying to God for our stress, for our worry, allows us to have a better relationship with him. It gives us that connection to him. How often do we think that God doesn't have time for our stress? How often do we think that, well, God won't really worry about that. God doesn't really care about that kind of stress. I think the problem is found in our society. For example, do you guys agree that we have this weird competition going on between everybody that we want to figure out who's more stressed than the other person? Like, everyone wants to be the busiest. Everyone wants to be, like, this most stressed out person. Like, sorry, Alan, you're not as stressed as I am. But, like, we have this, like, weird tension between each other that we all want to beat each other for being the most stressed out, which is really dumb. But God's not playing that game. God's not in that competition because God's not ranking your stress compared to her stress or my stress compared to your stress. God cares about it all. He's not ranking your stress. No one's the winner of the most stressed out. Because God listens to every prayer and God will always answer every prayer, not always in the way that we want. But God listens and he answers. So give God your stress. Start talking to him about it. So are you actively praying to God for your anxiety and your stress? At the beginning of the year, I tried 
to be better at my prayer life. I just felt like I was lacking. I wasn't really being authentic with my prayers. I wasn't praying daily, so I tried to keep a prayer journal, which has honestly helped a lot. I'd write down my prayers. I'd be really intentional about writing about writing in it. But the important thing isn't keeping a prayer journal. Not all of you have to do that. The important thing with prayer is praying continually for it, finding ways that you can be daily praying with God to have that connection to keep, by, keep talking to God through all your stress, all your anxiety, all your worry. So prayer and supplication is the solution. But it doesn't stop there. It also says not only should we be praying, but we should be praying with thanksgiving. We should be praying with a grateful and thankful heart. And honestly, that's the last thing I want to do sometimes when I'm stressed out. When I'm really worried, when I'm really obsessively worrying about something, stressing about something, the last thing I want to tell God is, hey, thanks for this stress. But this verse is telling us is through prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. We can't forget the with thanksgiving part. So why? Why with thanksgiving? My answer is because God is good, and when we're stressed out, we can learn to lean on him more and to trust him more. When we're stressed out, when we feel like we don't have complete control, when we feel like our world is chaos, we can be thankful because we know that in the end, we're not really in charge. God's in charge. God's already in control. He's in control. When we're stressed out, we can be thankful because we know ultimately it's all in God's hands. We're not the ones that's going to fix this. God is. So be thankful by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Start to remind yourself of when you're stressed out right now. Remind yourself of when God got you out of a stressful situation in your past. Like when I was stressed out about writing this message, God reminded me of when I was really stressed out in the fall and he got me through it. So remind yourself of when God showed up in your life. We see the problem is anxiety in the beginning of verse 6. We see the solution at the end of verse 6, which is prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. And this equals the peace of God. So let's continue on in verse 7, which says, And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. This verse is telling us that we're promised this peace when we lay our stress down. So we know that we get this peace. So are you guys peaceful this morning? Do you guys feel at peace? If you don't feel at peace, have you prayed about it? And if you've prayed about it, how much have you been praying about it? Because we know prayer is a continual conversation. Have you prayed about it, and how much have you been praying for it? Have you been coming to God day in and day out with your prayers and your stress? We learn a lot about this peace of God. We learn, first, that it's from God. We don't ma manufacture this peace ourselves. We don't really have it in us to make this peace. God gives us this peace. He made this peace, and he's giving it to us. We don't have it. 
this peace also surpasses all understanding. So there's going to be times where we're never going to wrap our minds around the peace of God. We're never fully going to understand the mystery of this peace. The next thing that this peace gives us, it guards our hearts and minds. It protects us from anxiety, from stress. This peace is good. It's from God. It surpasses all understanding, and it guards our hearts and minds. It's very vitally important to see what this peace is, what this verse is saying about peace. But let's also look at what this verse isn't saying about peace. This verse doesn't say that peace will relieve every ounce of stress or worry, and that no one really lives a stress-free life. Stress is bound to happen. We're bound to face situations that are scary, that are terrifying. This piece doesn't say that we're never going to have that stress, that worry in our lives. It's not saying that our lives are going to be perfect once we get this piece. We are not promised a stress-free life. But in order to experience this peace, we must first learn to choose to trust. When we're most stressed out, we feel like the world, we have to deal with it. We're the ones that have to beat this. We're stressed out. But we have to choose to trust. The best way that I can see this trust is when the ocean is raging when the storm's going on, when it's chaos, and Jesus is walking on the water towards the disciples. And Jesus calls out to Peter, and Peter starts walking on the water. And at first, there's a moment of peace. Even though the storm is crazy, Peter is able to walk on water because he's trusting in God. And Peter starts to sink. He's no longer at peace because he turns his eyes away from Jesus. He's no longer trusting Jesus. He's relying on his own strength. We gain peace when we are actively trusting God. We can trust that God is always loving, so we can trust in his love. God is always good, so we can trust in his goodness. God has his perfect plan in place, so we can trust his plan and not our own plan. God has his perfect timing in place, so we can trust his timing. I found the moments in life where it's most stressful, most anxious that I've ever felt was in seasons of transitions. And in this room, many of us are going through one right now. Some of us, the graduating seniors, are going off to college, which is exciting, but it also causes a lot of anxiety and stress, changing from a normal high school to a new college experience. Then there's those of us who are transitioning into our senior year, our last year of high school, and looking towards the future. 
some of us are going into our junior year. Well, that's mostly the toughest year of high school. The stakes get higher and things start to get tougher and tougher. And for the sophomores, the new sophomores now, you're finally not freshmen anymore and you're getting a handle on high school a little bit better. And the new freshmen, you're out of middle school and you're into high school now. So for those of you who feel anxious about the transitions, the changes in life, or any other kind of stress or anxiety causing thing in your life, know that your stress should not cloud your trust for God. Start praying through your worries and let God's peace take hold of you. Will you pray with me? Lord, thank you for your peace that you grant us. Thank you for just everything you've done for us, Lord. Thank you even though stress happens, nervousness happens in life, thank you that we are able to learn to lean on you instead. To not trust our own actions, but to trust in you. Thank you for each one of these students, and I pray that we have a good rest of the week. We love you. Thank you.